especially if you have the opportunity to choose which channels you want to use more yeah, you should take advantage of it do you have any issues with booking enough meetings using just this channel i hit 400 last month and Dude. i'm already at 100 this month <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i have no problem getting there <laughs> Landing a great job opportunity is sometimes very challenging. Breaking into tech and getting hired as a sales rep can be even harder. When I was applying to my first sales jobs, I also struggled with the unknown. What to expect, what the tech industry was like, and how do I break in? After years of being an SDR myself, I've decided to build something I wish I had in the beginning. My name is Stefan, and in the SDR Hire podcast, I interview successful SDRs and salespeople who share their stories straight from the trenches. Learn how they got their first job offers, how they succeed every day in their roles, and what makes them stand out in their organizations. We all have what it takes. We just need someone to remind us of the opportunity and give us a better chance for success. Let's get your next SDR gig. Hey, hey, welcome back to the SDR Hire podcast. I'm your host, Stefan, and if you're a new listener, this is a place where you can learn from top producing sales development representatives or SDRs, what it's like working in tech sales, how do you break in, what do companies look for, and how to succeed as an SDR all for free. Today, I'm interviewing Julia Carter, a sassy SDR who watches too much TikTok, or at least that's what she says. Julia is currently working as a senior SDR at a company called Marpipe. She loves talking anything ad tech or advertising technology about being an SDR. And of course, she loves sharing her passion towards New York. More about her story and how she ended up in the tech industry, we'll hear from her. Julia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So let's just kick off with like, what's your backstory? How did you end up in tech sales? Yes. So I know I was joking with one of my, um, former bosses recently that I haven't really met that many people who purposely wound up in sales, but we're all here <laughs> and we're all together and it's just how it is. But I had um, graduated in 2020. It was really hard to find a job then, obviously. So I, and I also really wanted to move to New York. So I was like, any job I can get, I will just take this job. So I had a lot of friends who were working at this firm, um, which I got a job at. And at the firm, I was finding or recruiting consultants for private equity firms. And so I was doing a ton of research on tech companies. And I was like, hmm, this is where all the money is going. I should probably work there. Um, <laughs> so I ended up doing research on my former um, company where I got my first SDR job. And I was just looking into the company and I thought it looked amazing. And I really liked the company values. And I just wound up with an SDR role there since it's pretty similar to recruiting in a lot of ways. So that's how I sort of wound up as an SDR. And then about a year after that role, I, I switched to Marpipe as a senior SDR. Very cool. And I think you're right. Uh, we kind yeah, of Yeah, no one chooses this life on purpose. <laughs> well, we end up in, in tech sales, but I don't think that usually people um, feel bad for it or, or like regret no. it at any point. No, no regrets. It's yeah. great. But it's, yeah. I feel like most people I speak with, it's like, yeah, it's just kind of wound up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. You ended up 
after after that gig, you ended up at a company called Smartly.io, right? As an STI. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Can you tell us just briefly uh, what that experience looked like uh, breaking into tech? So basically, that was your first, let's call it a tech job, right? So how did that look like? Um, was it hard? Uh, how did you apply? Like, what was the, the, the process like there? Yeah. So I would say, like, from start to finish, the interview process was very standard. Smartly is an amazing company. They're, you know, one of those places with like five stars on Glassdoor, you know, like the employees really love it. They're based in Finland. So everything is just very like positive and like about your well-being, which I loved. Um, but yeah, the interview process, obviously, you know, standard. Um, but once I got the job offer, it was a really great foundational role because the training was very robust. We were trained for, I think, like two months, which is really a long time. Usually training's like a week or two. <laughs> so training was really long, which I valued. Um, and it was a pretty standard, I would say, SDR program. There were six SDRs, SDR manager. Um, and we were doing very heavy, um, like diversified outreach. So literally everything like video calls, emails, LinkedIn gifts, like every option under the sun we were doing there, which was a great like way for me, um, to learn like what was kind of working, what was not. Um, but yeah, I really loved my time there. Sounds really awesome uh, and, and fun. And what's probably the most useful was the fact that you had all of that, all of those channels really touched upon and, and you, yeah. you kind of got a chance to work through them and, and learn the hoops, right? Yes, totally, totally. Yeah, because I feel like you, you need to test out everything to figure out what works for you because, yeah. you know, for you know, every SDR job is so different. Like some jobs you're, you know, you're selling a $500 product that could literally be sold to anyone. Like that is a very different sell than someone who's selling, you know, a $50,000 a month product to like an enterprise brand, like mm -hmm. the strategy and the, and the tactics that you're using on for both of those, both are amazing gigs, but like, you know, not, it's not one size fits all um, for Absolutely. SDR roles for sure. So yeah. it was a nice way to test there. And who were you selling into? Like, was it uh, the enterprise target audience or when you were at Smartly? Yeah. Yeah. Enterprise. So yeah, it was enterprise brands, um, which is obviously a roller coaster for anyone who's tapped into enterprise. Brands. <laughs> Especially as the, as the first role, like, I know I'm like, hi. <laughs> Hi, yeah, target. No, that's, that's, <laughs> but on the other hand you you know you you walk through the fire you just you, you just kind of take the bandage off and and you know yeah you're set to go <laughs> for anything totally. after that awesome totally yeah um okay cool so what was you, like just quickly what was the interview process like meaning uh from from uh you know the initial context up to the offer yeah, for sure. So there it was, you know, standard. I applied, I got, spoke with the recruiter. Then I spoke with the sales manager um, and an SDR. I might've spoken with the sales manager, then the sales manager and an SDR and then the sales manager again, or maybe it was either three or four steps. It was pretty quick. And one of the like assignments I had to do was, you know, craft a cold email to someone, which I think is pretty standard. Honestly, mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of 
roles doing things like that. So that was pretty easy. You know, they say, oh, pretend you're crafting an email to the marketing manager at Walmart, you know, like go on LinkedIn, find a marketing manager at Walmart, tag their LinkedIn in your draft and like pretend like you're writing a personalized note to them. Um, I think that made the difference there. Very cool. Uh, and how long did the interview process take until you got the offer? If you remember, oh, probably a few weeks. It was pretty quick. And same with Marpipe, where I am now, it was nice. really fast. This was, I think, faster though, because I'm, I'm coming from a competitor. Uh -huh. um, so it was a pretty uh, quick way in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which leads me to the next question. And that's, you know, how did you end up in Marpipe uh, versus Smartly? And can you compare the interview processes? Obviously, you, you kind of touched upon that already. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Smartly was wonderful. Worked there for a year. Um, I was seeking, I don't know, just a different, more uh, involved role. So Marpipe were like a startup competitor to Smartly. So it was a really easy um, fit for me. But in terms of the interview process, I, yeah, spoke, well, they had reached out to me as well. So it was kind of like a different process where Smartly I was, I applied into them, whereas Marpipe, they had reached out to me originally. Um, and I just spoke with the hiring manager, spoke with the CROs, um, head of sales, CRO again, and then got the, the job. So it was, it was a quick couple week turnaround, um, I would say on both ends. Very nice. Very nice. And can you give us a quick rundown of what, what Marpipe does or smartly for that matter, but like, just maybe you can tell us about Marpipe. Yeah. Um, so paid social for anyone who doesn't know what paid social is, is on social media. If you see advertisements, that is paid social media. People are putting money behind it. Um, so what we do is we help tell you why your ads work on social media <laughs> in a nutshell. Okay. Very nice. And so who is your target audience in this company? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say. Um, I would say like small, medium-sized businesses, anyone who's spending money on ads, <laughs> um, preferably, you know, e-commerce, retailers, things like that are, are really good fit for us. But anyone can really be a fit as long as they're testing and running ads and looking to, you know, figure out why their ads are working, then they come to us. Very cool. So does it make uh, a shorter uh, sales cycle? Then for yes, example? much shorter. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the things, you know, with enterprise, like our deals were taking like a really long time, like over half the year, um, which I think too is one of the reasons why I was so excited by this role, especially, you know, I'm looking to hopefully become an AE one day mm -hmm. and having that shorter sales cycle i think is key for learning like transitioning into a role like that so um yeah it's it's a quicker um sales cycle for sure gotcha uh well in that case does your role entail uh something more than cold calling like are you doing discovery calls initial calls qualification calls or like what does your day-to-day -day look like yeah well so at first at smartly like i was leading all the SDRs led qualification discovery calls. So no cool. AE. Yeah. So that was like really good training on my end, but my current role, like this is a hot take, but I don't do any cold calls. I think they're annoying. No one likes them. 
Who wants to get cold called? Who wants to do a cold call? Not me. <laughs> so I know a lot of people have success with it and like you just have to roll with what works for you, but I just don't, I don't do them. Um, I do mainly LinkedIn and email. I just have found that that's been really successful with the types of people I'm trying to reach. Um, and yeah, that's been fruitful for me. And at Smartly too, like, honestly, I wasn't doing any cold calls. I said I did like 10 a day, but I never did. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was heavy. They were, yeah, it was heavy on the personalized notes there, but yeah. So, and same with like video. I know a lot of SDRs are tapping into video, but I think video is a very tricky um topic so. because there's i think people who are like holding up the whiteboard like hi bob that is annoying that's like the whole i think the one of the best ways to be successful is to like be the anti-sdr like if you're messaging someone with like a video of you with a whiteboard like hi bob like let's chat like that is so annoying and that's why people aren't going to respond to you because that's like go away you're annoying me um so I don't know, I feel like I just take a more casual type approach where I'm like, I know you're doing this, this solves for that. Is this interesting? You know, just keeping it to the point, not overgeneralizing um, things, but yeah, that's sort of been my, my take. Hey everyone, I started SDR Hire in the first place to help as many of you as I can to land your next job, become better at sales and just help you propel your career. So if you're finding value in this content and you know somebody who will benefit from it, please share it with them. Tag them in a post, send them via text, share it wherever you share stuff with your community. As always, all of this is completely free and it's here to help everyone succeed. So your recommendation goes a long way. I appreciate you and let's get back to the show. No, no, all good, all good. I think that there's a lot of pressure, especially on um, social media on LinkedIn, right? Where yeah. you, if you're an SDR, if you're not doing cold calls, you're not an SDR. Like I've seen. I know. Right? I'm like, <laughs> I'm a great SDR, and this phone is not making any dials. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's still it's still one of the most used channels uh, in 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 sales technology, and I mean in in sales tech industry in general yeah and like there is a reason why that's happening however i've also started my career as an sdr doing only cold emails and i've been successful at it without having to do cold calls i did them later um and so i don't think it's necessary and obviously you're you're yeah. living proof and i think also a lot of <laughs> Euro european companies don't require or even like, don't look at cold calls as a yeah. good channel, especially because of GDPR and all that. Um, yeah. So, you know, I kind of felt a little bit like you were on the defense there. Like, I'm not going to do cold calls. I dare you to tell me something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's fine. I mean, I think too, it's like, a, you know, I started working during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I think pre-pandemic, maybe cold calls would have been a better channel. And obviously they're very fruitful for a lot of people. I'm mm -hmm. not knocking that. A lot of people kill it on the phones. Yeah. We have people here who make dials and like kill it. You know, that's, it's, it's not an unproven channel, obviously, but 
I think nowadays, like no one's really in an office, which is a challenge. So unless you have a mobile phone number and then, but with the mobile phone number, it's tricky because it's like, oh, that's their personal cell phone. Mm -hmm. And then people get weird about it sometimes. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It really depends. I think if someone's engaging you with you a lot, go for it, call them up. But you know, the cold mobile dial, I find just like doesn't end well more times than it does. <laughs> I think that it ends um, ends with just what you feel comfortable with, right? Yeah. So for example, uh, you probably know this guy, Kyle Coleman. Um, he, mm -hmm. Like he's the SVP of revenue, I think at Clary. And he mm -hmm. often speaks, although he does, uh, he, he, do, he does favor cold calls. He often says you need to find your way of doing yeah. things in sales, including calls. Like if this opener doesn't work for you, like don't fucking do it. Go do it. Yeah. Something <laughs> else, right? <clears throat> so I think that goes goes to the channel as well, especially if you have the opportunity to, you know, choose which channels you want to use more. Um, yeah, you should take advantage of it. And I mean, is it like, are you on target in general? Like, do you uh, have any issues with booking enough meetings uh, using just this channel, these channels? No, I mean, I hit 400% last month and Dude. I'm already at 100% this month. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I have no problem getting there. <laughs> okay, going to the next question. What is it like being an SDR at your company? Like, uh, okay, so you were at 400% quota last month. Like, that's really, really huge. That, I mean, congratulations. Um, <laughs> what's your, what's your, like, how big is the, how big is the team? Um, and who are you reporting to? Yeah, so I'm the only SDR, which is amazing. I think if any people are, if you're a top performer SDR at your company, you know, you've kind of had the training, you've done the thing, move somewhere where you're the only person or one of two people, because it is, it's like, you know, the meme of Patrick star, where he's like inhaling all the cookies, like a vacuum, like, that's how I feel like the world is my oyster. I don't have any sort of like, rules or account lists obviously that's changing because we're hiring more people so not gonna you know there's gonna be rules coming up but <laughs> yeah it's fantastic because i can just reach out to literally anyone everyone who i think is qualified um and hopefully try and get some bites with them but yeah the team is small three people me i'm the sdr senior sdr we have a director of sales and a head of sales. So it's a tight knit group. Um, we're looking to grow, but yeah, definitely the best thing ever though, being the only person, if you are successful and you, and you've had that training under your belt, I would not recommend going to a startup. If you, if this is your first SDR job, that is a bad idea. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> Good to know. not a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's about it because there, you know, it's not, you know, resources are obviously limited. There's probably not going to be like really formal training. There's probably not going to be other people to really learn from in terms of, you know, SDR wise. So I definitely would recommend starting with a larger group or more established SDR squad than doing something a little smaller. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, okay, you 
you know a, a small team tight-knit group of of folks you're you're crushing it you're you're already at 100 so you're gonna crush this month as well what is what is that you know x factor what is it that's making you successful yeah say? okay i'm sorry too there's definitely some construction going outside of my window but hopefully people aren't hearing it too much but <laughs> um yes so what makes me successful I think a couple things, I think three things, like one thing I think is really important is if you're in an SDR role, like, and you have the opportunity to go into the office, go into the office. Um, and the reason I say that is because being surrounded by other AEs, other SDRs, other like sales engineers, products, all these things, you're going to learn so many nuggets of information that will just make you like more knowledgeable and therefore able to tailor your outreach correctly. For example, a lot of SDRs will reach out with things like, oh, we can optimize your data. What does that mean? Optimize data. Who cares <laughs> if you can optimize my data? I don't care if you can optimize my data. I don't know what that means, you know? So I think having that like knowledge under your belt to like really get down to the nitty gritty, like this is what we actually do, is huge. I think too, um, just having a like more casual kind of anti SDR, SDR approach where it's like, hey, like using a lot of like plus signs, a lot of a lowercase, just like stating the facts and avoiding all this like, you know, EBGB stuff. Like, okay, here's a screenshot of like what the data we can provide to you looks like. Like, this is what you're doing. Do you want this? Here you go. Um, I think that's helpful because I like to think of it like a recruiter's note. Like, you know, when you get emails from like recruiters and they're like, we have this amazing role for you. Like, it's gonna be so great. And it's like, well, what's the role? What, what are you talking to me about? Like. That's exactly what prospects are thinking when they get a note from you because they're like, what the, you can optimize my data. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. So having like a more like refined um, and casual like language, I think has been really um, helpful and strike when the iron's hot, you know, if they're engaging, hit them where it hits home. Uh -huh. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, Okay, so, you know, I'm, and this is one of the new questions that I, I, I implemented just recently. What is the most creative way, let's put it like that, that you've booked a meeting with a prospect so far, if you can remember one? Oh, God, I've tried different things. Like at my old job, I was really like getting creative because I was honestly bored. Like we were just doing so much like of this generic personalization. I was like, this is so boring. I need something interesting. So I tried making some TikToks to send to people, but I found that sending TikToks is like, it's not it because you have to send it as a video file or a public link. And then if it's a public link, it has to be on the internet. And it's like this whole thing. So I tried doing that, but um, I don't know, creative. Like, I think I have like a pretty standard, like, hash, like, callback response um if people are engaging i'll usually send them like picture like specific things they're doing today and like how i can fix it oh oh here's the most creative thing or not creative thing but one time i saw this company was using one of our competitors and i just like respectfully roasted them i was like they're great 
for other things we're great at this and they're really expensive and you're probably losing money using them <laughs> and that worked as long as it Not works the RFP, yeah <laughs> hey there i wanted to let you in on a couple of additional resources available other than the podcast and the social media content so I recently started a newsletter where I break down the best pieces of advice from the podcast about getting hired, how to be a top performing sales rep into actionable nuggets that you can apply literally as soon as you read them. And in addition, if you're currently looking for an SDR role, you can fill out a form to let me know and I'll do my best to help put you in front of tech companies hiring for SDRs. All right, back to the show. Very cool. Okay. Now I, I like asking this question just because it can surface something interesting that, that could be useful and actionable for, for the audience, but you know, roasting competitors is also a good one. Yeah. That's never a good idea. Never <laughs> roast. Like this was a, a hail Mary. They had told me no so many times, but I needed them. They were spending $30 million a month on Facebook, I think. And I was like, wow. I need you now. <laughs> so yeah, don't recommend doing that normally, but it worked. It was a respectful, it was more of a highlight. Mm. So, but yeah, normally I talk very positively of competitors. Don't bash them. <laughs> as you, as you should, I think that's a good practice and yes, always talk highly. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> exes and competitors, right? I know literally except for that. Yeah. That one time where it worked in a coffee meeting, but <laughs> yeah. no, there's, there's always nice ways. There's always the one time. Well, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I'm really sorry about is this construction noise really bad? It's okay. It's okay. I'll just edit I'm it sorry. out or something. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. We'll manage. Okay. Of course. The one time. <laughs> the one time you get invited to a I know, podcast. the one time I need to record something. Construction outside the window. Yeah. See, that's that's why you shouldn't be doing any videos, right? Video prospecting. Yeah, absolutely not. It needs it can stay, but the whiteboard needs to go. The whiteboard with the name needs to be obliterated. <laughs> By the way, speaking of background noise, there's this really, really awesome tool that I've been using. It's like cheap as hell. It's like five bucks a month. Oh, yeah. It's called Crisp, like with a K. Oh, I've heard about this. Mm -hmm. okay, and I need it, to get it's, that. it's literally doing magic. I, I've been in a coffee place talking with my boss. And yeah. like that, that was like a year ago. Um, and, and there was like music and loud people uh, all around me. And, and it was like quiet? Zilch, like literally nothing. So. Oh my God, I'm going to get yeah. it. Yeah, you You're going to get after this. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, asking them to like sponsor the, or rather them to sponsor yeah. the podcast because it kind of makes yeah. sense. Um, it, it does make a lot of sense. And if it's $5, like. Yeah, I think whatever, something like so that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's ten bucks, five bucks, whatever. That's so cheap. <laughs> Can you tell me, like, what do you hate about being an SDR? Oh yes. Um, you know, I think there's a couple things that there's a lot of things. Like anyone, if you're choosing this job, like this job is like straight rejection and pain, <laughs> but the highs are really high. Yeah. So you know, it's definitely not a job for everyone. I would, you know, if you're okay with pain and being rejected, then this is the job for you. Um, but I think that when people reply unsubscribe to me, it really irks me because especially if you like first, like, you know, personalize, like edit something for someone and 
they say unsubscribe. I'm like, just tell me no. Just tell me no, thank you. That's all you have to do. And also, I think all these people are unaware that if you reply, you're automatically taken out of a cadence. So it's like, you don't need to say unsubscribe. All you can say is no or no, thank you. So that drives me up a wall because I'm like, I'm not a robot. You can just tell me no, not unsubscribe. I don't know when that became a practice. Um, but yeah, that, that definitely drives me up a wall <laughs> oh yeah very very relevant i'm sorry very, very uh relatable um i know i'm like just say no <laughs> and everyone ignoring you also what really pisses me off is when someone really engages with you like yeah. opens up everything like 10 times yeah. and they still don't respond Nothing. and it's like dude i know i see every time you open this email i get a freaking notification and i know that you have been opening this 30 times. So let's just give me a yes or no answer. <laughs> uh, I, this one time I had a situation where I really wrote an amazing email um, yes. to this VP of sales. I was selling yeah. SDR as a service um, yeah. and I got an amazing response from him. Um, yes. And so I was not by my computer so i was somewhere out and i was like okay i mean whatever it, whatever comes yeah. in i'm gonna respond in like 30 minutes that's fine oh yeah um, oh no and so oh, that's right oh no because oh no what did he do <laughs> <laughs> he responded like you know oh this is an awesome email um yeah i would like to hear more something like that so it, it was a positive yeah that's uh, a response. fantastic response yeah and so the, and then then the next <laughs> next thing i see he unsubscribed He's like, what? What happened here? Yeah. And then a next email comes from him where he is pissed and he's like, I am not seeing your phone number in your uh, like the um, signature. Oh. And I'm not going to do business with you if you're selling STRs like that. Like, I'm like, what? What's what? wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, people get so weird. Yeah, I don't use unsubscribe links in mm -hmm. my signature. I know a lot of people do that, but. I think it just does not help your case. If you're trying to prove that you're a person, having a calendar link primarily and an yeah. unsubscribe link do not help your case. You are in fact digging yourself deeper in the hole that you are a robot. True, true, <laughs> true although we're not obviously, but uh, the, yeah. unsubscri the unsubscribe link is actually like, yeah. it's, uh, it's by law, <laughs> we need to have it. <laughs> Oh, no, we don't have it. You can take it out. I'm, I'm not totally sure. I know that uh, whenever I, I talk with sales enablement or, oh. or operations or whatever, like we need to have it anyway. <clears throat> um, mm, it's like when you're selling unsolicited uh, emails, you are obliged to have uh, to give the option of unsubscribing to the prospect. Right. So especially in yeah. Europe. Like, well, yeah, really... they can reply. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't use the link. We don't have a, you can take it out in sales often. We never use one mm -hmm. with outreach, like the tool. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Hmm. Well, they just have to respond to me yeah. because you want them to say no to you because then you can, uh, you have time to handle their objection. Whereas exactly. if there's a link, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. You, you then they're gone. All, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you you did mention something uh, earlier in the in the episode about your next steps. So like you mentioned an account executive role. Like what does your career look like in the next like period, year, two years, yeah. three years? Uh, 
Oh gosh. I think it's a hard question. Like I'm it is. right now really vying for the AE route, but also I've been told by some people like you should go the SDR manager route. Like there's a lot of things to do. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really trying for the AE route. Uh now that's that's what i'm excited about and it's been good like i've done some demos already did some demos last week um and luckily i think our team is just so small right now that it's not like a massive sort of transition it's not like i'm in this organization with 20 sdrs and then there's 20 aes and it's like this big leap i think because our team is so small that um you know i'm already tagging along on a lot of the processes that they're doing so it should hopefully um, obviously, it's going to be a big change, going to be a huge change. But um, yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for, and then we'll see from there. <laughs> Fair enough. It's uh, although I'm curious, why not? Why you know explicitly account account executive? Even though you got some recommendations about the SDR manager role, what's driving that? Uh, you know, that direction yeah. from account executive. Like, is it the I money? I is it? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I really, because also, I mean, you can make a lot of money as an SDR, honestly, more sometimes than AEs, like SDR managers. So obviously it depends on the organization you're in. But for me, like, I really love to help people. And like, I've helped a lot of people like with their sequences, and like what's working for me. But the one thing is like, sometimes, you know, I don't want to be on like Susie Q's tail being like, Susie Q, how many dials have you made today? What me, you know, like, mm. I want, if the team is like self-sufficient, then that's not a problem. But, you know, there's always those stragglers. You got to just give a little extra <laughs> push. Okay. Um, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah. But... No, I think it would still be, I don't know, maybe in my future, maybe I'll test the AE route and be like, no, I need to go back to my, to my well, roots. Cause I used to be the, uh, the STR manager guy. Uh, like yeah. I, I, I wanted rather to go that route. However, um, as an account executive, you get to close deals and make more money. And if you're any good, you're going to make a bunch of money. Um, but then at the same time, you can still coach people up. You can do it yeah, totally. by yourself on LinkedIn, right? You can do yeah. it by yourself in your organization. You can do it in, in a lot of ways. There's a lot of organizations that kind of bring in people to help train SDRs, whatever. So I I think today, like the account executive role makes more sense, at least in your, um, in your scenario. Hey there, hope you're enjoying these episodes as much as I do making them. If you prefer consuming a shorter format content, I post the best snippets from the podcast on TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, so feel free to choose your favorite platform and I'll see you there. On the other hand, if you just love binging longer formats, the podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and I also often post interesting sales and hiring stuff on LinkedIn. All right, back to the show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, we'll we'll see where where things go. And yeah, like to your point too, though, you have to be a good, you have to be closing stuff for for it to, to, to pay off. And yeah. Yeah, same with the SDR role too. I feel like a lot of times people get drawn in by, oh, I can make all this money as an SDR. And it's like, well, you can only make all this money if you're good. Yep. If you're not good, honestly, yep. a lot of the base salaries are pretty low. So, you know, it's a give and take. And don't forget about the taxes, everyone. The taxes on your commission checks. <laughs> Just keep that in mind when they give you that offer. 
That's right. <laughs> I mean, the bigger the the offer, I mean, you you'll get the bigger bigger check, but still, uh, the, the tax yeah, is also totally. a bigger chunk. <laughs> yeah, literally. I know a lot of times people are like, "Oh, you know, my base is fifty k, but I get you know thirty k on target commission, so I'm making eighty k." And it's like, well, you're really not making eighty k. You're making fifty k. Yeah. And then if you do well, you can make a couple like you know. Yep. extra grand a month because half of it's going to be taken out via taxes anyway. So pay attention yeah. to the base salary. <laughs> yep. um, let me ask you this. So uh, what would you say to anyone trying to become an SDR or land their next SDR job? Like, What would your message to them be? Yeah, I think, I mean, one it's important to think why you, you want to break into this job because it's, you know, grueling and most people frankly don't succeed at it. Just to, you know, be real. Like if you look at the stats, most people don't hit their quota, you know, it, and some organizations too are really tough. Like if you don't hit your quota, like you're gone, you know, and it's pretty hardcore. Maybe you're making dials all day. So I think just really think about like why you're, you're trying to get a, a job like this. Um, and I don't know, I think just, figure out what works for you. I say test everything that they give you at first, but once you find your formula that is starting to like get you traction, you know, run with that. I find a lot of people who I know who are killing it at their jobs don't follow the rules. Mm. <laughs> you know, they learned the rules and they did the rules and they uh, picked up what was doing the best and, and ran with it a little bit on the outskirts. So I think that that's been... Uh, useful at least for me yeah i guess that's actually what is making them successful and helping them stand out or rather you right yeah (laughs) well and a lot of you know i have some friends who are sdrs and you know it's kind of a recurring theme and obviously there needs to be process and you need to learn but you got to test outside of that process to get better so i think sometimes organizations can be kind of stuck and like this is the way that we're doing this uh, but yeah, definitely don't be afraid to test new things because you never know what your next um, bold mind will be. Can you share a message to your set to your future self in like three to five years? If you if you can do that, like what would you tell yourself? Oh my god! Well, I hope I'm not an SDR anymore. That's what I <laughs> hope. Don't do this job for more than like two years, maybe three years. I think a lot of people, yeah, get sucked in being an SDR forever. So I hope I'm not an SDR forever. Um, but yeah, I hope though I'm using all the skills that I've learned to like generate my own pipeline. Like this job is like grueling. Obviously it's an entry level job, like you're doing bitch work, but hopefully you can, you know, apply that. I can apply that moving forward and generate my own opportunities and, and keep things, uh, moving and grooving. So yeah. And hopefully I'm like, you know, smashing it and closing some deals <laughs> sounds nice okay well we'll see <laughs> we'll see <laughs> well, i mean three to five years like who knows what can happen yeah that's like a long time away as long as i'm not an scr like then i'll be happy <laughs> <laughs> oh is it that bad no it's just like don't do this for more than two yeah. years you're gonna burn yourself out and you're gonna be depressed <laughs> although although there, there really are some people who they enjoy every aspect yeah. of being an str in in, in any yeah. way so 
you know. Yeah, couldn't be me, but happy for them. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, how about this? What would you say to our next guest without even knowing who they are? What would you uh, send them as a message? Oh, so what should I say to them? Oh, goodness. Um, without knowing who they are, I don't know. I'm curious to know like what other people like do every day as, as an SDR. Like, I'm always curious like what people, what people are up to, but I don't know. What I would say to them is I hope that they're, hope they're doing great <laughs> and what their secrets are. I want to know their secrets because those secrets are what gets people to the top and everyone has their secrets and they gatekeep i gatekeep you do <laughs> sometimes i share a lot of them but you have you know i want to know what people's secrets are to, to how they're getting so many meetings awesome everyone I mean, has them you uh you all you have to do is just subscribe to the str hire podcast and just watch every episode and you'll see you'll exactly. see what, what people's secrets you'll get are. all the secrets yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. that's the idea um okay so here we are gonna go into the rapid questions part of the of the show and then we can wrap up um so the first thing is what is the best sdr learning resource oh i think other people like other sdrs and your company learn your product your people that's the best resource knowing what you're talking about Awesome. What is the best SDR skill? Oh, mindset, energy, passion. Awesome. Uh, who is the best SDR creator to follow? Oh, honestly, I think a lot of SDR creators are just kind of annoying. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, for you, I don't have a favorite. Okay. I don't have a favorite, but there is a lot of good nuggets of information out there. But take everything with a grain of salt. Fair enough. That's my advice there. Okay. Um, I think you answered this already, but just for the sake of asking, what's your favorite SDR channel? Email. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Email always. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite, well, uh, email opener? Like, how do you kick your emails off? Oh, love the ads you're running on social. <laughs> do you oversee them? Just like that. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> awesome. Um, what is your favorite call to action? Oh, um, let me know your thoughts. Always sign off with speak soon. Never best or thank you. Speak soon. Nice. Keep them, keep them on their toes. <laughs> uh, you're going to like this one. Uh, what's your favorite tech sales acronym? Oh, acronym? <laughs> SAS, obviously. <laughs> SAS. A little right. sassy can, can go into everything but yeah gotcha uh just for for our listeners uh, can you explain what SaaS means oh software as service there so all the all the future sdrs this is what your life will be SaaS. <laughs> <laughs> well awesome hey this was great i really enjoyed um chatting with you uh i i feel a lot energized and, yes uh, this was cool this was cool i really also enjoyed i didn't uh, get a chance to ask you this but uh you've been publishing on linkedin lately um or at least that i've been seeing like, yeah. i started following you recently um so what's what's driving that like do you have a strategy or did you just see that everybody's doing it and you're just like yeah 
Well, so LinkedIn's been really helpful. Definitely recommend to everyone out there post up. And a lot of times people are like, mm, I don't know what to post. There's so much to post. Just come up with an idea and just freaking do it. Um, but I think I started, honestly, I was posting TikToks on LinkedIn and those were getting a lot of engagement. And it was kind of like a meme because I was like, being an SDR is a meme. Like you're just being rejected every day. You're doing like the most ridiculous things to get meetings. Like I was like, this is hilarious. Started that way. And then I kind of just found this, like, I think a lot of the advice out there is so like, I woke up at 7 a.m. and I made 50 cold calls so I could book 10 meetings. And it's like, that is so unrealistic and no one has time for that. So I'm trying to bring a little bit of a, a different perspective to, to what people are doing or or help them, you know, take things a little bit easier on themselves. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, LinkedIn really attracts. Oh, them. my God. People are posting the craziest stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. I figured out how to hack outbound buy my $200 playbook. So you can learn too. And it's like, once the playbook comes out, it's all over. It's like, I do not respect you as much as a creator anymore. Because <laughs> I think you want my money, not, exactly. you know, but yeah. Look, like there will always be people who are new to, you know, yeah. the whole thing. And they might even find value in the totally totally books, right yeah however however and this is i think my i think this is my brand message more than anything which is everything about being an str and being in tech sales is literally free you can totally. find it on youtube you can find it on linkedin you just need to follow the right people you need to subscribe to the right channels mm -hmm. on link on, on youtube whatever and it's already free what everybody's yeah. doing like 99% of you know those courses and programs, yeah. they're not a ripoff, but they just aggregate no. things that you can already yeah. find. Like if you're short on time, for sure, like pay $100, $150, totally. invest in yourself. But like if you have the time, I think yeah. like you can find everything online. So yeah, that's kind totally, of my, totally. my mantra. I want to keep everything free for, for SDRs. Yeah, and for sure. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully get people uh, get people hired. Um, yes, okay. this was really cool. By the way, speaking of uh, hiring, um, we're hiring. That's what but I wanted to. We're hiring. We need experienced SDRs. So there if we you go. Are experienced, and you are excited about ad tech, and you are want a foundational role of building the outbound engine, which is basically what I've been tasked with this is the place for you it's amazing super fun young culture like ceo's like 27 we have a great time <laughs> we're booking a ton of meetings killing quota huge appetite for the product so it's a good place to be very cool so the ceo is 27. yes we're all Shit. young we're all babies hell I'm yeah 24 c3's <laughs> all like young 20s damn we do have obviously people older than that but yeah, it's a young squad. People so I can, ready to dominate the tech world. Are you are you by any chance remote? No. Well, yes, but <laughs> we want someone in New York, ideally. But yes, we are remote. When we will, most people are remote. Gotcha. Is there any uh, like job job ads on LinkedIn or somewhere that people yes, can find? Yes. Yes. You can just go to Marpipe or. 
DM me, I can give you a special link and I can refer you, which will get you there faster and will get me a referral bonus. So nice. I would prefer that way. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. Maybe we can even share your uh, referral link uh, below the yes. video. There yes. we go. Okay. Um, in that case, I think this uh, brings us to the end of the episode. So Julia, this was really a pleasure. I enjoyed talking to you. Um, no construction uh, has uh, made this oh, video <laughs> has made this I'm video so bad. Glad. No, no, I'm all so good. Glad. All good. Um, okay, so uh, where can people find you? Yeah, you can just find me on LinkedIn at Julia Carter. Um, you know, friend me there. That's where that's where I live. So awesome. yeah. What about TikTok? Oh, well, TikTok, you can find me on TikTok, but that's more of like a, not really a SDR account. It's more of, if you want to learn, see about New York. And I got attacked by a pigeon the other day, made a video about that. So if you want to see that, that's also Julia Carter. Sweet. Thank you for tuning in to the SDR Hire podcast, the only podcast exclusively focused on SDRs, where successful salespeople share about their hiring stories and sales adventures straight from the trenches. If you found this useful, go ahead and share it with someone else you know is trying to break into tech or land their next SDR gig. You can find SDR Hire on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and catch you in the next episode.